Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the Real House Bears! Bears. We're here looking for the podcast. <laughs> we just want to make sure the podcast is okay. But we need to find the podcast now. Stat. If you can't tell how serious I am, I'm in SWAT gear. I mean, I've watched as much CSI as everybody, but this has never happened to me. <laughs> that is so serious. Uh, for some reason i forgot how to i was like i started to do the the cop siren and i was like does that sound like a cop siren in my head it sounded like a cop siren <laughs> it, 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 well it eventually became a cop siren okay. at first it was like a woohoo type situation yeah. i was like but no okay, it clearly it became up. a siren yes. okay good <laughs> so if you couldn't that. tell by my voice i turned into hsi you are you, no, you and Whitney are CSI Salt Lake City, remember? And I'm HSI, too. You are I HSI. I have two jobs. <laughs> wow. You're like eight I've got jobs. like eight jobs now. <laughs> I'm actually taking time off from my very serious CSI and HSI job right now just to do this podcast. Oh, wow. Well, thank you so much for gracing us with your time and your presence and what little effort you're going to give today. Thank you for being a lifesaver. You can keep going. Like... <laughs> An American hero, you know, kind of keep going. Like, you got more in there. <laughs> Hopefully you'll get there someday. <laughs> His head is big because he and Jenny hit it off so well this week. Oh, yes. So. Actually, we all did. Yeah. We, she's really easy to get to know. But yeah, if you guys are like under a rock or something, you probably <laughs> already heard that we had an interview with Jenny Nguyen. I think it's Nguyen. It's, yes. Uh, I'm so glad I just did that off the top of my head. Yeah, you did I was so nervous to say it in front of her because I just didn't want to butcher it. And I Me knew too. that I And I meant to it. ask her about it beforehand, but I forgot to, so I just didn't. Yeah. So it was actually our anniversary day. Like, like literally, we re recorded that interview the evening before our actual one-year podcast anniversary. Yeah, so you guys, we made it one year for our podcast. Happy one-year yes. anniversary. And you know what? We've barely missed a week. We've barely missed... We haven't missed an episode of any no. of the shows we've... I'm like, I'm pretty proud of us for making it this I'm far. I'm pretty proud of us, too. I mean, like, where do you think we go from here? Yeah. I'm going to pat my, myself on the back, and I'm going to pat you yes, on the back I'll as well. Yes, pat you, too. Yeah. And, we've, and, you know, we've had three housewives on the show. Yeah. Yes, and we've met four, four. Of the housewives. Yes. I mean, we're we're, we're, over check, half the we're checking them off. Yeah, one one. absolutely. Once we've collected all of the Salt Lake City housewives, we have to go on to the next franchise. Yeah, well, you know, instead of like bringing it back to the Horcrux, you know, Baltimore had seven Horcruxes. Yes, but our seven Horcruxes are the seven ladies of Salt Lake City. We don't, we're trying to get them, and the hardest ones are so far are is definitely going to be Mary <laughs> because she's holder of whole cruxes for many. Yes. I don't trust human beings. And, um, <laughs> you know, I think Meredith might be the second hardest. You know, best of luck to you. Be careful. I think Lisa, I think we can obtain Lisa. Um, I don't think you should. Well, you know, Jenny saw our bottle of Vita on our bar, so we can, mm -hmm. at least she knows. Maybe that's how we're going to wedge our way in and be like, Jenny, 
We need to get Lisa on our show. Yeah. I'm going to be like, Lisa, we have so much in common. My sister's name is Lisa. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> there you go. There it is. That's we, enough. You're like, the, you're, you're practically siblings. Yourself. I don't know what it is, but I am dying to meet those two now. Lisa Me and Meredith. Too. Like, Me I'm, too. Was, I've, yeah, I, I absolutely. Mean, like, even more so than the first season now. Right. Yeah. Well, there's, it's like forbidden fruit you know those oh it is oh yeah. it's such yeah. forbidden fruit oh my goodness <laughs> but y'all let me say this the, uh, it's weird with all the high definition cameras we have or in tv we have now i don't understand how the camera does not capture the beauty of these women and i'm talking about all of the ones that we've met jenny heather whitney jen shaw the camera and the TV really does not show how breathtakingly beautiful these women are. Yeah. I mean, they look gorgeous on our TVs. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they look gorgeous on TV. But it's but hard to show. when you see sh- them in person, it's like, you holy can't, cow, you can't how are you see, so pretty? You can't see the natural contours of their face that when you're in person than on a flat screen. Yeah. It's, it's but really... yeah, Jenny was gorgeous right away. So easy to talk to. She yeah. is exactly like she is on the show. She came over to our house, our own home. Y'all, we have deep cleaned this house so hardcore. Oh my gosh. We, were, we, we weren't nervous about the interview. We just had we were anxious Anxious all day long and we cleaned this house as hard as we could i kept i felt like molly ringwald in pretty in pink i'm like i'm the poor (laughs) girl in town having the rich kid coming over (laughs) (sighs) but it was funny though because jenny like we were telling her just like please don't mind our messes and stuff and our quaint little condo. There and wasn't a like, single mess anywhere. And she's like, I lived in a refugee camp. Yeah. And I was like, true, okay. <laughs> we feel better now. Yeah, yeah. She was so sweet, so down to earth. Really, uh, like, I, I was surprised just how comfortable I felt around her right away. Oh, yeah, right away. She's so so tiny. Oh, Gosh, yeah, on the picture. She's... And gorgeous long black hair. Oh, she looks so beautiful. She had that white little sweater on. Oh, and guess what? She was just coming back from a confessional taping. Yeah, yeah. So she, it... her hair and makeup were done. And her uh, assistant, Colin, showed up. Super sweetheart. Super sweet kid. And I, I, in the elevator, I was like, so what's up? Like, how is it working with Jenny? And he's like, busy. I'm like, okay, that's reasonable. I'm like, I bet it is. Yeah. And then tomorrow, we're going to go to Carlin's book signing. Yes, Carlin, if you guys didn't hear, uh, she has a book out, and she's actually coming out with another book. And there's going to be a book signing tomorrow at Discovery. Uh, I can't remember exactly she said, what she said. Oh, it's the Discovery Gateway, she Discovery said. Gateway. So if y'all want to meet some super famous people, we're going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and so will Jenny and Carlin. Oh, yeah, 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 Uh, so really, it was really wonderful to meet her. Um, also, we've been watching the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. I mean, right away, not even in the air, probably an hour, does Ramona <laughs> I, I can't mean, even take Ramona calls. No, don't t- give it. Don't give everything I... away. But just Ramona causes a stir immediately. Well, I mean, it goes on social media right away because there's a snitch on the ship. True. So true. True. But but yeah. she calls Kenya a bitch right away. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? 
I thought I'd never say this in my entire life, but what? We're, we're only three episodes in or something? We've only seen two so Oh my far. gosh, it feels like a, a year. But thank God for Ramona. Right? <laughs> because what conflict would there be on the show right now? Because all of the ladies are in like each other. They're all yeah. like finding each other's besties in the group and stuff. And Ramona is the only one single-handedly creating a stir and all enemies, multiple enemies yes. on this island already. She, in real life, she would be the first one eaten. Right. In <laughs> any kind of survival scenario. She would be the first one. Not a lot of food to go around, but she would be eaten. Hey, and I love how they like talk about being on the show and you know, like kind of breaking the fourth wall that way. It, this it's really really interesting. Yeah, I like the dynamics between everybody because it's so many worlds clashing. You're I, so I used surprised. to the worlds. Yeah, when I first saw the cast, I don't know that I completely bought into 100 percent of the cast as the ultimate girls trip, but. It, it is. It really is. I, I. It feels bad. They're like watching Cynthia Bailey, knowing this is going to be the end of Cynthia Bailey on my TV. Could potentially be the end of Ramona and Luann on my TV. I don't know about after this trip with Ramona. Like, <laughs> well, after that last season of New York, who's that's to true? And she's still wildly inappropriate. <laughs> and you know, we'll get into this week, but I also have to talk about. The Not All Diamonds and Rosé book by Dave Quinn. Y'all, I have barely even seen my husband for the past week since we got him this book. We got it, I we got got it Saturday. We got it, I got it last Saturday, and today is Friday. Yeah. In the hotel room, on the airplane, waiting at the airport, waiting to get food, hanging out at home, waiting to go to bed. He's on it. He's he's face. He doesn't even know what's going on. My hair was on fire yesterday, and I was running around the house, and he was just like, "That's right, honey. I'll take the trash out tomorrow." That's not true. That's not true. (laughs) But I mean, I don't get much time to read it. But any free time I have, I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't." When I'm not reading it, I'm thinking about it, and I haven't felt that way in a while about a book. But now that you're reading, I'm gonna start picking up reading too. I think I need to bust out my Kindle. I think I have it at. Oh, I think it's in Wisconsin. I guess I'm gonna have to like just read other housewives memoirs. I mean, it's your niche. That's what I have to do. That's what I have to do. I'm loving it. Way I think too you much. should. I think you should definitely read Teresa's uh, cooking book. <laughs> yes, I should. If y'all don't know about it's all diamonds and rosé, where have you been? First of all, but <laughs> it's really fascinating because it's all behind the scenes stuff told by the people who were there, cast members. Uh, producers and it's told in little it's just brilliant i love it so much i can't take it well speaking about books let's get into this highway to hell highway to hell <laughs> veil veil highway to veil highway to veil <laughs> just unprofessional <laughs> did you like my horrible segue no I, yeah it didn't make sense at all uh-uh, i think speaking that's, of books that, that's gonna be my that's segue a song from, that's gonna be for my segue now it's just to make random bad segues oh yeah it's that really was, easy i think it's a great idea it's gonna really add a lot of value to our podcast i think that's weird <laughs> well moving on to our relationship how great it is <laughs> That's a great segue. How's that? It's better than Jen Shaw's relationship with the police right now. <laughs> so this episode starts off at 9.33 a.m. I bum, know. Bum, bum, bum. I love it so much. It's This whole episode just reminds me so much of that show, 24. Yes. Because like, they keep giving you the timestamp. And it's just, sl- the day is so slow. 
Like, it is. it takes forever to get to, like, 3 p.m. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, they spend, like, five hours in the van. Alone. And what I've heard was that the, the, the reception was spotty. Yeah, going through all of those mountains and small towns, like, reception goes in and out. Yeah, yeah. So... So needing to know you to play on the phone for one thing because you're in a car with people that are all inside their own heads, or finding out about this whole Jen Shaw thing like that's all they're waiting for. But you know they have five hours of footage of them on the van, talking, crying. Five hours of footage of Meredith in the tub alone. (laughs) Oh my god! Like five hours minimum. She was in that tub at least naked. Oh my gosh. We'll get to that. (laughs) Surprising. So it starts off with a little bit of what we saw last week of Jen Shaw getting a phone call and needing to go. The police arriving looking for Jen Shaw. The ladies start to realize that maybe Jen was tipped off and left. Maybe it wasn't a Sharice situation. You guys, what if she's on the run? But who tipped her off? How would they even know? I mean, how would they do that? My dad, how would they even know? I don't think it's that complicated of a question, to be honest with you. I mean, I know they talk about it throughout this whole episode. Well, she said, hey, baby. And from what I know, who was at the house when the police showed up, which is what I'm suspecting they showed up there first looking for Jen, um, it was either her son or her nephew or cousin or something that was there called her and that's why she answered the phone hey baby and she's they're probably on the other line like hey there's like SWAT and people here and cops looking for you you need to get home and that's probably when Jen Shaw's like oh okay and or Sharif I'm like it wasn't even a tip off I think cops showed up at her house first and then from there went off to find Jen as soon as they heard that she was at Beauty Lab and Laser. Yeah, I don't think it was all that complicated. I think there seems to be a lot of sketchy stuff about Lisa and Meredith and Jen, but we'll get to that. Lisa calls her husband, and she seems to maybe be crying. It's hard to tell uh, when Lisa's she's crying. Not. Yeah, she's not. She's just very emotional. Yeah. And I... that's why I love Lisa so much, because that's me. Like, if something traumatic like that, like cops and SWAT, that's scary. Even if I wasn't involved, if I called you, I probably might start crying. Yeah, it's like you're overwhelmed. With emotion, with emotion in general, yeah. Not, yeah. Go Pisces, and she's not. Again, I don't. I don't feel like she's someone who's really comfortable with a lot of emotion. Mm-mm. And so, even though she feels like she might cry, she's gonna f- fight it. Yeah. Okay, I'm feeling weird right now. I'm feeling like so weird. Um. So she calls her six attorneys. Was it six attorneys? <laughs> she's got six, six of them on payroll. Like why? All of my attorneys are calling me back right now. We have six on payroll, and every single one are calling back right now. Hey, you know what? This is so weird, Ryan. Can you tell me what's going on? Would Homeland Security show up for that? I mean, like, I'm, like, literally shook right now. It just scared me. Like, is something bigger happening? Should I be stressed? I'm shaking. I'm physically shaking. Yeah. As Heather Gay said on Watch What Happens Live, if you have more than two attorneys, then you're, you don't you have good the, attorneys. Yeah, you got bad attorneys. <laughs> Jenny thinks the ladies are completely overreacting, and she needs a snack. I love Jenny through this whole episode. She's so hilarious. Jenny grabbing Jen Shaw's snacks and digging in without a word. Nothing. She just grabbed it and started digging through it. I mean, Jen's it, obviously not coming back for it. It's my, probably my favorite moment of the episode. And she brought it there for everyone probably yeah well yeah Are hopefully she didn't bring a whole bag of cheetos just for herself i mean honestly if i was jen shaw and i got that call and i left and i remember i left my food on the car i would turn around and come back <laughs> for it 
but you know, Jen Shaw. No, I, I would text my that. friends and say, "Hey, y'all, fin- eat those snacks." You know, I'd text them back, "Stay away from my food." <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> and then Heather's like, "Wait till the body's cold." I, I mean, calm down. I mean, let the body get cold first. <laughs> but that's exactly what went through my head too. I'm like, "Dang, Jenny's not even gonna wait till the body is even cold." Yes, to, to start. Getting rid of the evidence. But you know what it reminded me of mostly is, like, do you remember in that show, um, 60 Days In, where it was, like, the contestants going into prison? Every time one of them got out, like, it was, like, piranhas in their room grabbing any food or anything (laughs) left over that they had, like, another bar of soap or whatever. That's what it reminded me of, like, all the rest of the prison inmates going in for their... Well, Jenny lived in a Thai refugee camp. She knows what probably like. she's... (laughs) <laughs> she's probably grabbed lots of like snack bags while she was in that refugee yes, absolutely. <laughs> she's like, she ain't coming back. I'm going to pillage this grave. Hell yeah. She's like, I need to live. <laughs> and then Heather's like, oh, there's lollipops. Never mind. Uh, never mind. It's fine. <laughs> I, I th- she dug into it first. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> 10, 12 a.m. Dun, dun. I'm going to need... Um, Technicians, can you please insert a bum bum every time we do that? I'll look for a soundbite. You're ruining the fourth wall. Oh, sorry. We have sorry. technicians and oh. we have producers doing all the work for us. This is all a fantasy bear. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith arrives at the Vale home wearing her winter white. Like, she is going brave with this white. Well, she's it's red and white. It's very Christmassy. It's I, Santa hat. Well, I saw it more as like a, a, a peachy yep. color. No, it was red. Was it? I to be honest with you, I I didn't. I thought the proportions were off. The proportions were very off. I didn't like the white boots with it. I didn't like the big coat with it because the shirt, the skirt was not short enough for the big coat. I think it was all. I just thought that it was all wrong. To be honest with you. Well, she doesn't keep it on long, so don't worry. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> And then um, in her confessional, she has her Ken doll chest played on again. I can't stand this look. And I've seen other people talk about it, too, online. And then at 10.57 a.m., bum, bum. <laughs> Heather is concerned that Jen hasn't texted her back. Lisa wonders, how would they know we were at Beauty Lab? Only us and our families knew and production, and everybody that works on production, and everybody that probably worked up in, like in the industry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not that. I love how like many scenarios they're making on this show. Like how many like paranoid delusions they have and making out of this because they're stuck in a van. Yes, and I would say if I was stuck in a van and I knew saw Jen get carried away by the cop, or you know, assumed Her. Jen was going to get get carried away by the, I would be speculating and terrified and freaking. The F. I mean, Whitney later on, man, she digs into this. She she knows her stuff. CSI Whitney's on the case. She is on the case. Lisa is also a bit curious. She's like, Jen didn't, you know, she didn't seem all that much in a hurry if Sharif was in the hospital or if, you know, she's being followed by law. She just, but Jen was probably just in shock and was like, didn't want to be suspicious. Oh yeah, 100%. And then Whitney decides to throw it out there, like chum to the sharks, maybe someone tipped the feds off. Who could have been in this van? Hmm. Was it Meredith in the tub with the cell phone? (laughs) 
Or was it Lisa in her fur coat underneath her hand with the cell phone? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I like that Lisa puts on her sunglasses when she wants no one to hear her. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Like, I am so confused. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm getting on the phone. <laughs> yes. All right, go. We're private now. And then she she whispers on the underneath her breath to John while she's mic'd. I think Meredith might know something. Yeah. And it's And seemed... I wonder I'm wondering if Lisa's referring to what she probably already knew that Meredith did was get a sec- uh private, private investigator. investigator later on that you find. Likely. Out. Likely. Likely. Uh, none of the ladies really understand what Jen does for her business except for Whitney. I, do, I had no idea what she did. Yeah, when he just breaks it down, she's like, Jen just sells leads to other people. Jen gets contact information and sells it to other people. And Whitney knows all of this because she's been curious about where all of Jen's money comes from. How does she get her money? It's very Megan King Edmonds of Whitney. Whitney and Megan King need to get together and have a detective show as well. She's the one on Orange County that investigated Brooks' cancer. Oh my goodness. Okay, yeah, do it. Yeah, they need to get together and bust bust this case. <laughs> Wide open. <laughs> and then at 11.35 a.m. Bum, bum. They stop at a convenience store. Lisa gets off first and Whitney stays back a little bit and says to Heather... Lisa's acting suspicious. She's like she's guilty of something. Yeah. I think that Lisa knows something. I mean, at the very end of this episode, we find out that she kind of knows something. She knows something about business, I think. She knows something. I wonder if Lisa got some of the leads to new Vita tequila drinkers from (gasps) Jen Shah. And maybe Mm -hmm. she's now like paranoid that she's going to be pickled into it maybe maybe they've maybe lisa has a bunch of elderly people who are subscribing to a monthly vita tequila subscription it's happened before <laughs> somewhere you heard it here first <laughs> let's get a fact straight <laughs> you hear lots of things here first <laughs> we are listen we're ahead of our time we are a news team <laughs> we an read investigative, an investigative news team <laughs> we read Two sentence headlines, and we are fully infoed. Or we speculate and speak as if it's the truth. <laughs> like Mary's eating disorder. <laughs> oh no, quit talking about it. Oh, did I just say that? There are at 12.05 p.m. Bum bum, Price, Utah. There are snacks all over the van. I know. Oh my gosh, did you see all the boxes? Yes. Oh the whole gosh. like bench seat is covered in boxes of candy and Cheetos. <laughs> I want it. Oh, more than trail mix. I'm happy. Then Whitney sees something on her phone. And she almost faints. Yeah. I mean, she like can't, she loses her breath. Yeah, she can't handle it. So, Real Housewives charged in mass money laundering scheme. Real Housewives star charged in massive fraud money laundering scheme. No! I have the f***ing chills. 
No, 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 no. Holy sh! No, send no, me no, the article. No, no. Send it. To I, I can't. I'm like enough. Send it to me. Since 2012, y'all. Heather starts crying immediately. And Lisa does too. Then Lisa sees Heather crying, so Lisa starts crying and lets everybody know that she feels so bad, honestly. <laughs> honestly, she does. Honestly, she feels really bad right honestly. there. Honestly, she feels really bad right now. Honestly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I honestly feel so bad. I honestly feel so bad. I honestly feel so bad for them. I feel so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna remind you throughout this show. But then after a minute or two, Jenny's like, um, no one shared the article with me yet. <laughs> They're like, Jenny, what do you think? And she's like, I don't know. No one shared she's the like, article. I'm just sitting here listening to you three just go <laughs> I crazy. I don't know what's going on. So Jen has been arrested. And Jenny's like, so why do you all know anything? And Whitney is again like, I've always wondered, but I just thought she had a sugar daddy. I thought she had a sugar daddy or something. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I had a sugar daddy. Oh my God. I know, Whitney. <laughs> but, and, but this comes back at the end of the episode. Yes, it does. And we have some not, not insider directly. stuff about it. <laughs> not directly, but indirectly. Might we be have something. Some. Now we find out she could get up to 30 years in prison. Poor Heather breaks down from this, hearing that. And, and then Jenny's like, Y'all need to calm down over one article, okay? Yeah, all of this like, is just coming out. <laughs> we And we know they didn't have much cell service, so they're like really probably dying to know what's going on. And Virginia's like, y'all, calm down. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lisa reminds me some, in this episode, she says literally her feelings. She literally says, I'm literally crying. I'm literally upset. I'm literally heartbroken. And I don't know if you remember the couple from Mad TV that were the literals. Like, literally. They're like, I literally cried rivers. Or like, I literally was shaking like a leaf. Right. Or I literally was so scared. I hosted a scare fest inside my house, inside my body. That was literally that scared. Oh my God, that's scary. Haunted house in my body, shaking like a leaf. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> um, so Jen has allegedly taken advantage of vulnerable people, vulnerable people. And according to Whitney, you can choose your demographic of the people that you want to reach and target, you know, specific people. You get to them to sign up for services and then charge them monthly. And everybody's like so inquisitive as to why Whitney knows so much about business and money laundering. And I'm like, well, there's so many shows about money laundering these days. Well, I've learned from watching Ozark that there's a couple ways you can launder money. Like any gangster movie you watch, it's got money laundering in it. Um, and she's also studied business. Yeah. So don't you learn that stuff in business? Certainly. Like, certainly. And business is a passion of Whitney's above skincare, you know? Yeah. Wouldn't you know what not to do? You right, know? right. Like, so you shouldn't want, you do not put your dollar bills in the washing machine. Period. <laughs> there you go. Everyone knows that. Everybody, everybody knows that. <laughs> you don't wash your money. You put them in the dishwasher. Stupid. Oh my gosh. Out of left field. So <laughs> the police, HSI, etc., show up to Shaw Chalet. Uh, it's one twenty. Bum bum. Oh, bum bum. <laughs> <laughs> 
the police, HSI, etc., <laughs> show up to Shaw Chalet. With AK-47s, like, cocked and ready. Like, that is terrifying. I hated seeing kids having to leave that house with their heads over their head. With their heads over their head. Yeah, and they got patted down, too. I hated that. That's terrifying, especially if your parents aren't home and that happens, and they're looking for one of your parents. Like, that is horrifying. And you know what's even more horrifying? Is me in middle school or high school, if cops raided and searched my room, (laughs) I would find so many things that my mom would be pissed about. Imagine what they'd find now. Who's buying a penis ring toss? And what kind of party is that? And can I get invited? Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) That I know about. (laughs) And then one of the producers is like, hey, I want to ask some questions. Like, well, if you want questions, you have to speak to Coach Shaw. So he is at least not in trouble as of now. Yes. And then at 2.36 p.m. Bum, bum. Lisa calls Meredith at the Vale House, and Meredith has no idea what's going on. She's completely unbothered. 100%. She is 100% just excited for the weekend. Yeah. she. But she's... It's weird how unaffected she is by this. Honestly, I'm not surprised by this. Well, she, her and Jen Shaw have not been seen eye to eye this season. Come to find out, she has had a private investigator against Jen Shaw because she had these things. But wouldn't you be at least like, hunches? oh my gosh, what is this going to do for the future of our show? How does this affect me? I mean, she had no reaction whatsoever. I don't, I don't know if I would, I don't, I don't think I would worry about that either because I see like Erica Jane stuff on her. Well, not show. at the time, not, not when they were filming necessarily. Oh, that's true. I, don't, I don't, I think, cause I remember when this all happened I, and I reached out to Heather and I was like, I, I, I'm sure you're probably worried about how this affects your show. Mm, I don't think I would have worried about that too much. I would have been like, that's just going to bring more drama to the show, more eyes and more, you know, bad publicity is better than no publicity kind of Maybe scenario. so, but I'm with Lisa. Lisa is shocked that Meredith is not shocked. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Uh, but think about, with Meredith's reaction, think about how different the van ride might have been. Are you serious right now? Oh, yeah, if she was on the van. Uh, with having both her and Jenny. Because, again, Jenny didn't even know Jen Shaw at this point, Yeah, she really, really didn't know her. She didn't so ha- she's like, I can't say anything about yeah. this. Like, and plus, so, this is all just now coming out. This so is think the about how headlines. different that van ride would have been if Meredith was on there. It could have been even explosive. Because more stuff would come out. That All of that stuff would have come out on the van ride. I mean, from one of the best episodes in history, could you imagine even elevating that much if Meredith was Ooh. on the van? Well, before we get to Jen Shaw being released, why don't we relieve ourselves <laughs> and so good. refill our drinks outside the hot closet? Which lady are we going to bring into the hot closet tonight? I uh, guess may- you'll just have to wait and see. Well, we've had have kept Jenny here since her podcast. Maybe we should have let her so she could go home. All right, bye guys. Bye. Do you guys think she's going to show up? This is Jenny from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. You are listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. And we're back. Hello! It's the feds! Oh, no. <laughs> too soon, too soon! And 
Genshaw has been released at 3.16 p.m. Dun dun! Furon Fleek is on the scene. Yes, if you guys don't know who Furon Fleek is, he is a mega housewife fan. If you follow Heather and Dre's podcast, Live Love Lab, he did one of the music therapy episode with them. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a, a fun guy, and we got to watch the season two premiere with him. Oh, if we had his phone number right now, we would have called him. We totally should have. Like, so what did you think about the John Shaw arrest? But he was there, <laughs> right there by the courthouse. You could see him in the background filming. That's so funny. I love it. Detective Whitney deciphers the money laundering as Jen's startups. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you could write those off, yo. Yeah. And maybe that's where Jen has been washing the money, so to speak. And everyone's like, what is washing and laundering money? And Heather's like, everything I've learned is from watching Ozark. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you do. I think I learned all my money laundering from Breaking Bad, maybe. I don't know anything about money laundering. I learned all mine from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, from Whitney Rose in particular. Snap! I think it's in the Bible. Money is the root of all evil. Is that in the Bible? It's in the Bible. Yeah, it is easier for a rich, rich man, man to, or to, a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to go to heaven. Amen. Relevant. Right? And then at 4.13 p.m. Pum pum! Back in Vail... Mary arrives and no one answers the door. She can't find Meredith. Did somebody get her too, she thinks? (gasps) There's a lot of assumptions being made here. No, Meredith is just in the tub. (laughs) You kind of bought into it for a second. I liked that. No, she's just in the tub. Here it is. Yes. Meredith is in Colorado. Mm -hmm. She got there before anybody else. She stopped at the dispensary because Colorado is a legal state. It sure is. She's probably had some gummies, maybe been smoking on the blunts. And she got in her tub and she ain't getting out. Ah, uh, uh, she is basically going to film this whole episode in the tub. Maybe even the next episode. Who knows? More breaking news. Meredith is a, Meredith is a drug user. Let's get a fact straight. <laughs> you heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> so stupid. Even though we're high on edibles, too, most of the time. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so but- Meredith immediately is like, do you know, from the tub... Do you know about this Jen Shaw situation? And Mary is just more or less very upset of the etiquette or etiquette or eroquise or (laughs) equestrian that somebody should be dressed and served snacks. For me, proper etiquette to greet people, you need to be dressed with some food on the table. When they're going to have somebody else. Well, that is true. That is, I wouldn't expect them to be in the bathtub for sure. But y'all, if you heard on the Jenny podcast, um, Mary has said that she doesn't like thick accents. She did not like Jenny's thick accent because she needs to learn to talk. And Mary doesn't even know how to say adequate. Adequate. (laughs) Adequate. Adequate. (laughs) 
<laughs> but when Meredith fills her in on the beauty lab extravaganza, she is flabber. She she is as flabbergasted as her wig. <laughs> are you back? I, oh, I'm are back. you back on wig patrol? Yes, because also her makeup. There was something crazy. Her makeup wasn't on par this this episode either. <sighs> um, the tone of her skin was off. A real blotchy. Areas. She looked real blotchy. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, but her reaction was really funny actually to me. After Meredith told her that, like, she's like she was truly speechless. She's blown away, but Meredith is quite relaxed. Those edibles have kicked in. Those yeah. bubbles are slowly dissipating. Yeah, she's they getting dissipate, lower and lower in the top. They dissipate so much that the cameraman has to squat down and get eye level with her so that he doesn't get all, all of her goodies. Right. Because they're all out there. So they stood there and talked for a while. Mary, don't you know good etiquette? Etiquette? <laughs> God, I can't say it now because I have it stuck in my head. Etiquette. Don't you have good etiquette to not talk to somebody while they're in the bathroom? Hey, Meredith invited her in. Well, still, just because the devil tells you to come into his home doesn't mean you need to. Those types of things, Mary. <laughs> so silly. Uh, they wonder how long this investigation has been going on. They speculate it's been going on for quite a while, unless, unless there was an insider who gave them information. Today is a lot. Dun, dun. But do, you know what I've noticed is every time there's like a big issue with health or loss for this instance, Mary has never once said that she would pray for somebody. Let's pray. Have you noticed that? She's never once said, I'm praying for them or I'm going to pray for them. Isn't that what like ministers and preachers like think. that's the first you thing they think. say to somebody to try to like calm them down, calm themselves down. Um, but I mean, I guess she can't pray to anybody but herself because she is God. Well, I like how Mary Ponder is like, how can Jen sleep at night while frauding vulnerable people? And I'm like, how do you sleep at night? The, the whole time I was like holding the mirror up to the TV and I'm like, look at it. Look at yourself. <laughs> like, it's pretty, it's, there's a lot of like, oh, kettle. And she does it again later. She does it really bad later, like yeah. overcompensating bad, I think. Oh, uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> and then at 4.56 p.m. <laughs> I don't know. Meredith has been in the bathtub for at least 45 minutes. That's 60 minutes twice. Yes, ma'am. With the, with the time stamps that we've been given, <laughs> with the time stamps that we've been given, Meredith has been in the bathtub for at least... 45 minutes give or take maybe 10 minutes no because she like turns the water back on and like gets more bubbles in there to stay there longer so mary's gonna go pick a room the ladies are still in the van and they're talking about you know where mary is and whitney fills jenny in on the italian streetwear luncheon oh god um jenny and mary are clearly not okay because jenny wasn't invited to the streetwear italian streetwear luncheon and lisa's like well yeah well just remember not everyone gets invited to everything I know. <laughs> she just had to throw that but out. But Heather got a laugh out of that. She did. She caught that. She started laughing. <laughs> um, but this was different because only one person was left out of this. Like, Jenny was the only person left out of the luncheon. Yeah, I know. Whereas, you know, only a few people were invited to the official. I, I love that picking out rooms is never an issue like, say, New York is. Well, and... Ramona, it's Ramona is always the one who feels like she gets first dibs of she should, deserves the best room, even in New York, not on, as well as in the Ultimate Girls Trip and in her life. Yeah, right. Well, and also uh, Mary's jumping on the bed and she's upset that the bed is like a brick. But doesn't she know good etiquette to not jump on beds? Etiquette. <laughs> 
<laughs> God, I could just keep going. I could just keep. And then it turns out that Meredith has been bathing in Heather Gay's tub all along. <laughs> what kind of craziness is this? That's crazy. But if if there's going to be a tub in the house, I don't care whose room it is. If I'm going to fit in it, I know this goes with you too. If you're going to fit in it, you sit. But maybe I would have chosen the room with the bathtub since I was first. Maybe the other room is way better but doesn't have a bathtub. I don't know. I would choose a bathtub that I could fit in over Listen, anything. Meredith is high as a kite right now. <laughs> Heather and Whitney appropriately get rooms next to each other. Jenny and Lisa go downstairs together. And then at 6.11 p.m. Dun, dun. Lisa is on the phone with John. Mary's on the phone with Robert Sr. Jenny is talking with Dewey. <laughs> and even Dewey says he thinks someone ratted her out. Yeah. And Mary forgot that Jenny was going to be there. <laughs> Mary is not interested in Jenny being on this show at all. At all. She does not want to get to know her or anything. Nuh-uh. I mean, to find out that, that Mary still to this day doesn't have Jenny's phone number, that's crazy to me. We have Jenny's phone number. That's true. We do, <laughs> we do have Jenny's phone number. <laughs> that's, I mean, they're castmates. They're coworkers. It's wild to me. They have Chef Jay making some beautiful food. This is like a real glow up from season one. Oh, yeah. Their uh, vacation is way Yeah, this is season... I can't wait to see season three and season four. I mean, they're really starting to step it up for the SLC Especially when we're going to be in it, too, you know? They also... Right. (laughs) We're going to be the next... Friends of House Bears. Yeah, since we never uh, never applied, that's how we get in. We applied word of mouth. Oh, th- through the podcast. And our millions of fans probably are. And the hashtag like, that we never came up with. Yes. Right, that's how we're getting on. We are so <laughs> good. They all sit down to eat, and Meredith is like, okay, what do you all think? You know, they're finally together all for the first time to talk about this. Uh, this is the moment I've been waiting for. So at 8.41, Whitney has heard that she was, that Jen Shaw was arrested on the side of the road. Whitney thinks that like Jen Shaw was running and got arrested. People think that she was fleeing. I thought that she was just like driving home and they caught her. On the the way. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what I assumed. I I didn't assume that she was like being, I mean, there's only so many highways that go there to that way, their house from Beauty Lab and Laser. There's one. (laughs) And then Mary goes on and on and on about how she feels betrayed by Jen. How she's not who she thought she was. I can't believe she took a four, like, I can't believe she took advantage of people that couldn't even afford their homes, maybe, or couldn't afford things. And this whole time she's talking... I'm like, girl, this is all going to be said about you soon. As yeah. soon as your court cases and stuff start so. coming up. Because hope- you have supposedly, from what you hear in one of the, like, the excerpts or something, is like Cameron, the earlier guy from Cameron or whatever. That Mary came after, sent Jesus after? Yeah, he gave her like $30,000 or something. I think we're like- going to find out a whole lot in the next episode or two. Because when, when he's got the gloves off. Gloves are off then, Mary. Oh, yes. And Jenny kind of hinted in our interview uh, t- the other night that she didn't know anything about Mary until Whitney talked about it in Vail, which mm-hmm. hadn't been aired yet. So that's coming, so you guys, y'all. You guys heard that first mm-hmm. from here. The oh. Real House Bears is oh. on top, yo. That's right. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> and then Meredith tells everyone how a new beep. This is, this is thief bleep. 
Bleep the thief. So we now know from social media that the thief was Murillo. Yes. And we now know that Murillo was the one that used to work for Heather. Mm -hmm. And she told her that he actually was taking tips under the counter from people and not saying anything. So he was terminated. We actually knew about that Mm -hmm. at a time. And then worked for Jen. And on the socials this week, he and Jen have adamantly denied it. She says that if it was the manager there put it in one of the bags when they left. It was her fault, not theirs. But I watched the tape, and he's holding it in his hand. But is it green? Yes. Is what he's holding in his hand green? Yeah, it's definitely a jade. <laughs> is it? Okay, because yeah. they're, they're saying that it was white. I I saw green, and I saw white next to it. All right. I don't know. I don't know. But you know what is not true? What? You can't be flagged at Louis Vuitton for paying in cash. Being red flagged at Louis Vuitton would be far worse than the feds knocking on my door. That was crazy to hear, but it just can't be true because I'm, so many women pay with cash. If whatever I've been seeing on social media is factual, there seems to be some evidence floating around that it's not true. Yeah, because I think you'd only get flagged if you're buying like a million dollar home and you pay with cash. I, I mean, yeah, if you're coming in and buying accessories, clothes for that matter... They don't, I'm sure they're used to rich people paying in cash. I didn't know it was illegal. I just thought it was like unsavory. Teresa paid for all of her furniture in cash season one of New Jersey. Yeah. But then again. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Not a good example. I do, I forgot that they said that the, that clutch was snake skin. Ooh. You want uh, one? I'm a sneaky snake. Uh, you I'm a sneaky snake. <laughs> <laughs> So they were talking about the last time they all saw Jen Shaw was Heather saw her, which we know was the night of the sex toys. The sex toys. How do you know that? Because we were there. Oh my gosh, y'all. We were there. We were there that night. We So we were the last ones to see her along with Heather. That's true. We were. Yeah. Heather got... So... Um, the story is, you guys, she came over, Heather and Dre surprised me on my birthday with Jen Shaw, and then we ended up driving Jen to Heather's. We've told this story a thousand times. Having a blast together. We've told this story a thousand times. And let me get in deeper to the story. Oh they probably gosh. don't know that it was a blast. I'm and we had sure so much <laughs> But anyways, that night, Heather got Jen an Uber with her account back up to Park City. Yes. And they, Jen had had a few drinks. We got her into the Uber. We... Checked out the Uber driver. I didn't think he looked like a creepy weirdo. <laughs> looked like he might have been family. Maybe. Um, and then off she goes. But then it comes out. In this episode. In this episode, Heather says that she saw on her phone that Jen Shaw, at an intersection, got out of the Uber and disappeared into the wild miss of Utah. And Lisa is very inquisitive about... The, I've used that twice this episode. <laughs> inquisitive about this. And she's like, well, what time was this? Where's the time stamp? I need to know what time so this is all I going down. So I can call somebody and see if Jen went to see them. Mm-hmm. Like collaborate someone else's story, maybe. Cooperate, collaborate, something. Cooperate. Corroborate. Cool, 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 cooperate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that was a, quite a way to end the episode. Now finding out that possibly Lisa, who has been her BFF for the past several months, <sighs> might know more to the sugar daddy story, possibly. That there really might be another guy. Could have been Stuart. Stuart! Stuart! Could have been maybe Sharif got a hold of her. Could have been a lot of different things. Stuart! Stuart! <laughs> But, you know, even though we're really super late coming out on this episode, we just did not think that we could pass by this incredible, incredible episode without giving it its own podcast episode. Yeah, we needed to dive so, in deep on this one. Yeah, so I know that we have a new Salt Lake City episode coming up in just a day or so once this comes out. But, again, we we just couldn't let it go. Yeah. So, um, thank you all so much for listening, especially to very special listeners. Yes, y'all. You ready to hear some fame? These are some, these, I was very touched by these reviews. Naples Tom. Hey, Naples Tom. He wrote, these guys are amazing, and he oh. wrote an awesome little review. Uh, we think you're amazing. Yeah, I think you're famous. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. And then we have... Fun show. Fun show. Fun show. Epic Housewives breakdown. And yes. guess what? She's from Reno. I love it. Yeah, your hometown. My hometown. What, what? Michelle, run. Get out of Reno now while you still can. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. And run to your phone and follow us on our socials. Yeah, I guess I don't need to threaten anybody right now. No, we got two new reviews and ratings that were, that were wonderful. D Adding to the list of famous people that have been on our podcast. So follow us on Facebook or Instagram. We are The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. And you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. And you could find us on YouTube. And you can also find us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you pretty, pretty, please, will you just leave a little five-star rating and maybe a tiny little review? See how sweet he is when you guys do that? See, I'm going to see if I, you know, attract more fans with the honey than vinegar. Maybe you can. Well, we'll see. Because if not, I'm going to go into serious threatening. Like, threatening <laughs> letters to people's homes. Oh, my God. No, you're That's not. next. No, you're Cut not. out... Letters out of magazines. Oh my gosh. Y'all, let's just end this with episode. Cryptic, Stop horrifying. Him. Thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me. Uh, okay. I have the giggles. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Okay, ready? <laughs> hold on. <laughs>